Happy start of the week, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. And we have young entrepreneurship in the restaurant industry, Sausage Talk, with Brandon Thillman, the co-owner of Soul Sausage Oxnard. Soul Sausage is Korean-American barbecue restaurant, and they were the winners of the Food Network's The Great Food Truck Race. They actually had the food trucks going throughout, a, I believe, a great part of Southern California. I saw them passing when they were here going in Port Winimi. They stopped in the parking lot where I was eating that day. So... I'm excited to have Brandon here and he's going to talk about his journey to entrepreneurship and how he had the opportunity to work as part owner here in Soul Sausage Oxnard with uh, Soul Sausage. So without further ado, let's get it. Hey, I'm working on a Wednesday, then up again the next day. Someone so is popping, man, I skip him like he leg day. Damn, son, where'd you find <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Inside the Millennial Mindset. Your boy Rico here, joined by my co-host. Hopefully, this guy says hi to me. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but this guy always forgets to say hi to me when I say, what's up, Rico? How are you, bro? Yo, Rico, what is up, bro? Wow, dude, you know how long it's taken me to get this man to say hi to me? Every single time I say this in the podcast, this guy's like, yo, what's up, guys? It's like, oh, so fuck me, right? No, I'm just kidding. Seven but, months, seven months, okay. Been counting. <laughs> it's taking seven months, bro. <laughs> but we're here joined today by one of our locals. I consider him now a local. He's definitely um, a local. He, uh, he comes from Orange County. Uh, comes from the food industry, uh, came to Oxnard to the collection inside the annex to start his business venture here. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like it's going great. I think they're uh, they're definitely first and foremost marketing in a very different way. I know mm -hmm. that they had a, uh, a lot of cool ways to get people to go to the restaurant. I love what they're doing, and uh, yeah, but uh, without further ado, guys, I want to introduce you to Brandon. Yo, Brandon, how you doing, bro? What's good, guys? Yo, it's pleasure good. to be on here. Of course, of course. But first, let me do, do me a favor. Get that mic a little closer to you there. Hello, hello, hello. So that hello. people can, uh, can listen to you. There we All go. Right. Cool. So, Brandon, how, how is it that you feel, man? Like, how's your day going? How's your morning actually going? You feeling good today, bro? It's a good Sunday? Good morning. I just actually uh, drove down from Orange County last night. Okay. Oh, no way. So, it's like a two and a half hour drive yeah, yeah. Man, commitment dude well yeah. that's where all your family's at right yeah my bro and my mom are out there so okay. i try and like visit every once in a while okay right yeah. right did you do any turning up last night any fun actually i was like working on one of my cars last night so okay. just one of like, your cars yeah wrenching wrenching down okay well, yeah. what car are you working on um i have like a mazda i have okay. a couple mazdas okay so i used to actually like buy and flip cars okay, okay. so one of them is like a Mazda RX-8. Mm -hmm. Oh, then dude, I have, rotary. Yeah, rotary, you yeah. know. And yeah. then I have um, I have another track car, the FD. Okay. So okay. that one's kind of like in the works still, but the RX-8's like up and running. And okay. So do you drift that? Mm, I don't like to drift. I like to try and go fast around the track. So I try and do like time attack. Okay. okay. So okay. you're trying to like beat your fastest time every time. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm familiar because yeah, I yeah. did a little bit of circuit racing okay. back in the day. So okay. a little bit of circuit. I was actually doing photography for... Uh, for this team that's uh, for NASA. I don't know if you've heard of, of NASA. NASA is like a, a race, um, I don't know, organization. Okay, okay. I'm not really sure. Um, I know very little. It sucks that, I can, mm -hmm. that I'm saying this, but I know very <laughs> little about the organization. All I know is that I was doing photography for one of their teams. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, photo and video for them when I was younger. And it was cool because I, I did get to experience like that, uh, that time attack. And then they also did a like Le Mans style race where it was like a four or enduro race. I'm sorry. Yep. It's like a four hour race. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Those are intense, yep, bro. Those are intense. intense. So yeah, it's uh, that's cool, man. It's cool that you do that. What what uh, what places do you like to go race at? Um, I've been to like Button Willow, Streets yeah, of Willow. Bun, yeah, Button Willow's cool. Fontana. 
I've always wanted to go to Irwindale, but that's usually for the drifting. But yeah, I want to go to Laguna Seca. Laguna's tight, yeah. man. It's mm-hmm. tight. That's the they're uh, that 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 uh, that what are they? The corkscrew turn, man. Yep. That thing is yep. insane, yep. bro. Big yeah, I've been to that yep. one too. It's it's uh it's cool, man. It's cool. It, isn't it funny how we all kind of have like yes, you're you're in the restaurant business, right? You're in the yeah. food food industry, but we all kind of have like our own hobbies outside of like the business that we do. Yep. Like I think that's really cool, bro. And and that also shows mm-hmm. that there's a lot of commonalities. Like when you actually sit and talk to people and, and kind of get to know them, there's a lot of commonalities in in, in what we do. Like, yeah, that's 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 a cool thing, bro. I know that you were into cars, but didn't know you were into like circuit racing or, or yeah, time yeah, attack. Yeah. Racing. That's I, super I cool, love right? like when I get whenever I get the free time, if I can just be like under a car, like yeah, t- okay. tightening bolts or changing out the oils, like yeah, that really gets my like my blood flowing. Just, okay, hell yeah, dude. I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah, man. You know what I've noticed about a lot of entrepreneurs that are in their different industries is, you know, you always have your hustle. You have the thing that you love. You know, he loves food. I love uh, e-commerce. I love marketing. And you love real estate. You love, actually, dude, you love me. I don't even know you like, bro. You have so many different talents. (laughs) But the thing is, we all have our, we all have our passion. Right. You know, we all have our passion that we like. I'm a dancer. I love to dance. And I like to understand like a lot of different areas of dance. Like Mm -hmm. he has cars and you're a dancer as well. Yeah. Video. I mean, I I think for me, my my passion outside of my business, mortgage lending, is is um, it's it's I don't know. I I like creating content. I love the content Concrete. creation pro- process. Um, anything creative that really like sparks my creativity, yeah. I love doing it, um, because it's fun. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. a fun thing, and it's cool. It's cool to know that, bro. Like 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 you said. Like for example, for me, the the way that I see for you, Rigo, is like. Like you're into music, bro. Anything mm-hmm. involving music, I feel like you're into it. You know what I mean? Music, anime, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like I feel I like, like anime you're into too. It. Yeah. yeah, no, same here, dude. Same here. Yeah, yeah. See, like commonalities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are things that you wouldn't know if you're not like mm-hmm. sitting and having a conversation like this with people. But uh, super dope, bro. Now I, I actually want to get a little more information on you. So enough mm-hmm. about us here. Okay. Um, okay. So so talk to me, like. Tell us a little bit about you, bro, like your background. Like, I know that you say you like cars. We now know that. You're yep. into cars. Yep. You're into rotaries. Yep. I'm not a huge fan of rotaries, but okay. You know That's what okay. I mean? <laughs> no, no hard feelings here. There you go. Yep. I'm more of a more of a Sylvia kind of guy. That's but, cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like those too. There I like you go. those too. But tell us a little bit about you, bro, a little bit about your past. Uh, who's Brandon? Brandon. Um, dang, if I told you guys about Brandon, let's see. Where should I start? Um, let's see. I, I kind of grew up. Well, actually, you know, when I was first growing up, um, my dad was in the real estate. Oh, no and, way. Yeah, he was in real estate. And, you know, for a good uh, good period of time, we were, you know, living pretty nice and comfortable. Mm-hmm. But then, <clears throat> you know, like there's that like real estate crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2008. And nine, yeah. like that totally like tore my family apart. Of course. So um, let's see, going into like junior high, you know, we kind of went from living in like a nice home and then we kind of just, you know, started started laying low yeah you know kind of changed up where we're living but um you know i grew up in brea it's a pretty nice area okay, yeah, you know? okay yeah i'm familiar you know middle income everyone you know kind of has has it going on but <clears throat> my group of friends you know they always have like the nice things of course but um you know ever since i think i, I started working at like an early age okay mm-hmm. so I started working since I was like 14. I was actually no like coaching tennis. Okay. I grew up playing tennis. I actually watched. Oh, he's athletic. Yeah. Okay. I, I watched Prince of Tennis okay. my uh, Throwback. my junior high year, eighth grade. Yeah. And I got like so hooked on tennis from watching uh-huh. this anime. Like I started playing tennis. And so I needed to make some money at the time. And like there was like a summer camp and they needed like a coach. Nice. And I thought I was like decent enough. And yeah. I was decent with kids. So then I started like, you know, coaching tennis from an early age. Yeah. 
but mainly I was like, I wanted to have what like all my other friends had. Like they had, we were we were all into like airsoft guns, okay. and oh, they yeah. all had like the best airsoft guns. And I had like like a little like cheap like five dollar BB gun, but then yeah. they all had like these electric ones. So yeah. to get to get what they had, I had to like you know work, save my money, and then like tr- try and like get what they had. Right. So I felt like just growing up as a young kid, I was really competitive because I was around people that had it all. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to like try and get that too. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's something beautiful, yeah. man. That's something that it shows your uh you're determined to get what you want, right? And I think that's that's something that um a lot of entrepreneurs have, bro. A lot of us have been mm-hmm. through something similar when it comes to that. And I think it's really that that push that we get, you know what I mean? We see we see all these things that we want around us and mm-hmm. we might not be able to obtain them through our parents or whatever it is, but we're able to go out and get it you know what i yep. mean go out and, and put ourselves in position to do mm-hmm. that i give you kudos bro kudos to you for uh for you know doing that at such a young age because i mean at 14 all we want to do is kind of hang out yeah like, right like pick our nose and yeah. like just you know chill right and yeah. play video games but it's cool that you did that man are you still playing tennis right now i wish you if wish. i picked up a racket i probably could not like keep my eye on the Dude. ball okay. it's a fast moving sport right like, yeah the ball's like i think the last time i was on a court was like two years ago okay. and like when a ball's coming at me, I can't even, like, time, like, the hit right. Yeah. Maybe if I picked up a little bit more, I don't know. You're going to have to start watching the Prince of Tennis again. Yeah. Just to hype you up. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I think if I did. For those that don't know, Prince of Tennis is the most epic tennis anime that I have ever seen in my life. The uh, way I, I never watched it. It's, I never it's, watched it's, 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 it's insane. Just to give a little context to those listening right now. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So if you guys are out there, check it out. Check out Prince <laughs> of Tennis. Maybe you'll get inspired to play. You know, but, but I really feel what you said right now about... um seeing people have what they had and you wanting it the same there's like this school of thought right now going on that it, it could go both ways where people are saying you know what like don't don't compete with people like the competition is kind of like a toxic thing but i i think it comes from a good place but i kind of disagree with it in a way right. because like you said it's that competition seeing somebody have what you have seeing that it's possible it 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 brings that competitive spirit that fire inside of you it's that spirit of competition i think it's a good thing i think think it's a great thing is a good thing you know what i mean yes but the reason i brought it up i'm glad i'm really glad he brought it up because he's out here doing things he's been doing things since he was 14 years old he had that mindset and he's been able to achieve it right versus a lot of people saying no you know stay away from the competition the competition is a toxic thing when in reality i think it brings that fire inside of you if i see somebody doing great it's not necessarily that I want to destroy you, but I want to win. Like it brings out that fire, and I'm glad to of see course. other people saying that as well. Yeah, no, it's it's. I, I think I think spirit of competition is is important. I think it's good. It's a fucking reason why I'm in Absolutely. sales. You know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah. like to me, yeah. it's like I want. I'm going for everybody's business. I okay. want everybody's exactly. business. Like everybody's head is getting chopped off. Mm-hmm. Okay, not literally, but you know, like that's that's the way I kind of see things, mm-hmm. and I I, I want to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad to see other people winning and happy, but it's like no, I want that too, and I want more. Mm-hmm. right yep. so it's cool that you took that bro you took like a i guess a bad situation because if mm-hmm. we really see it the context of things sure you took a bad situation and you made it better yep. right and i think that that that's possibly what gave you that like hustler mindset mm-hmm. of saying you know what fuck it i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna i'm gonna really try to do things so at what point did you did you start you know going into the food industry like how, how did that happen <clears throat> um let's see so I mean, right after tennis, like, the first real job I got was at Ross. Okay. Okay. And, like, they hated me. <laughs> what the? Like, I don't know what it might. It must have been, like, the manager. I only worked there for, like, a month, and I got fired. Okay. What? Like, I didn't show up late. I, I did everything right. I don't know what happened. But then um, I think my ex-girlfriend at the time was working at Yogurtland. Okay. Oh, and okay. so, like, 
I applied to Yogurtland and I got in. Right. And so I think, yeah, Yogurtland was probably like the first food industry job I got. Mm-hmm. After that, I was working at a uh, Korean barbecue, mm-hmm. like an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue. Love those places. I actually like love Korean barbecue, like not just like the meats, but like I actually like working there a lot. Okay. But, like the team I was around, it, it was like, it was cool because like Yogurtland, you're, you're usually working with like one or two people. Okay. Right. But then like at the Korean barbecue, it was like a full staff. We had like 10 people on deck at least all the time. Right. And like, but everyone was like so positive and like everyone was like, like if, if you help me out, I'll help you out here at your section, blah, blah, blah. Or like the manager was always like just watching over us and like, dude, we were always like set up for success. And it oh, felt yeah. like at that point I was like, damn, this is what it feels like to be like on like a working team. And like, we all have the same objective and we're like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to provide like the best customer service with the right. best like product. And like, I think at that moment I was like, oh, the food industry, this is, I feel like this is what it is right here. Like right. people and, you know, giving your, giving it your best at all the time. Right. And I think it's, it's that it's like working with the right team. Cause I think the team really makes oh, yeah. a huge difference and it's cool. It's, it's beautiful that you have that experience, bro, because I don't think, um, everyone's like that all the time, but that you, you got to experience that. That's great. And I'm sure that's also what motivated you to yeah. stay in that. Right. Yeah. And then going, like, I mean, tennis, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a single player sport. Right. I played doubles, right. But then, like, really feeling like I felt like I was on a basketball court with, okay. like, you know, five on five. And, like, I had my mm-hmm. whole squad behind me and we're, like, just going out there and serving up these tables. But. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. No, I, I, can, I can relate with that, bro. That's that's super, uh, super cool. What are your thoughts on this? Um, in, in, what, in what part exactly? In, I- in the collaboration part. Like, like. Working with a team, okay. Because I know that you're you're a very independent person, but you also like working in teams. Like, what what what's your thought on that? Well, what he said about Korean barbecue, dude, I love it, man. Like, it, it, well, same here. Yeah, because yeah. I remember, <laughs> like, I, I I didn't really have this like positive perception of working in jobs up until I ended up working with a really good team, right? That's when my right. whole perception of it changed, and I was like, okay, cool. There's if everyone serves their purpose, and that's when like you have a lot of cohesion and synergy going on. Right. But uh, in terms of working in teams, bro, uh, I'm also a very like solitary person i like to work within my, my within my vibe because sure. i know how efficient i am mm-hmm. and i can't trust other people's efficiencies that used to be my thought before but it wasn't until i started working with people that actually had a similar vision and different talents in different areas like hey i'm talented in this area i'm talented in this area and we combined it together that our team really started like you know making something happen yeah so i'm all for teams bro you know, oh, yeah. you know, in class, when you have like the choice, do you want to work by yourself or you want to work in a group? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was usually the person that wants to work by myself because I was uh-huh. like, nah, like all you, all you guys are going to like bring me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, no, I, you know, I, I was like that too. Yeah. But, but it's interesting to see that shift, right? Because now you're obviously, you said co-running, right? Yeah. yeah. You're co-running a business mm-hmm. and you have your own team of people. And now you're obviously not working by yourself. You're delegating. Yeah. So how did you make that transition from working in the food industry, you know, to obviously being an entrepreneur? You had those entrepreneurship tendencies, obviously, yeah. like you mentioned. But wh- when did that happen? Um, well, yeah, it all happened. Eh, I mean, it started before even the Oxnard store. Yeah. It started mm-hmm. in the real test for me was like at the Little Tokyo store. Okay. So I wasn't necessarily. This was still over there in LA, right? Yeah, in LA. And by the Little right. Tokyo store, you mean? The, the soul little sausage, Tokyo right? soul sausage, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, it was kind of weird for me at the time because we were like in a transitionary phase and I, I didn't have like a managerial position per se, mm-hmm. but um, I was kind of like a lead, right? Okay. But I was like working with like people that are like older than me. I think, well, I started working there at like, what, 22 or something? Mm-hmm. And 
I was working with like people that are like 30, 40, and they're like, I was trying to figure out like, how are they gonna listen to me when I'm mm-hmm. just like some nobody, some like, young kid, mm-hmm. right? And at the time, I was just I figured out the best way I could try and get their trust and their attention is if I'm outworking everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm never like standing still. I'll never be on my phone. Always trying to like clean, organize, mm-hmm. do something, talk to customers, blah blah blah, and then slowly I kind of like gained the trust of you know the people around me. But then out here in Oxnard, it, it's it turned out a little bit more differently because now my position is more uh, higher level, mm-hmm. and so I figured I had to talk with some of my friends, and they're saying, you know, I'm not the superstar anymore. Mm-hmm. The way for the store to like succeed is okay. I have to make all my my teammates the superstars how can i have them have like the limelight because it's not about me anymore it's about like how can i make my team look good Mm -hmm. right you know so i went from a switch from trying to be a superstar at like the la stores and all that but now i gotta make sure everyone around me is a superstar yeah and i like i like that you say your teammates Mm -hmm. you don't say like your employees are like i like that you said your teammates because it shows to me that it in itself shows like you care yeah and you know one thing that i do admire about your spot is your people are always nice and they're always cool uh-huh. they're chill they're, they're it's it, it's like it's a laid-back feeling yeah like yes i i notice a sense of urgency when somebody orders sure but i also notice that like it's like a laid-back feeling it's like it, it doesn't feel corporate it, it feels cool like it, it you can definitely feel the like oh this is own and ran by like a younger crowd or it's owned and ran by like someone chill like and i yeah i can definitely uh, uh you know enjoy that when i go there so um you know at the la store we were kind of like under like a uh like a multi-residential apartment complex right we we're mm-hmm. surrounded by like three or four multi-residential areas right so we were kind of like the neighborhood bar mm-hmm. but you know the, the one in annex we don't have a bar but i always tell all of my uh, my team members hey like i really want us to be like the homies spot. I want us to okay. be like the neighborhood restaurant. Mm-hmm. Everyone that comes down, you say hello. How's it going? What do you guys What do you guys got going on today? Or if you have If you have a moment, like talk over the counter, like hey, like how's the food going? Like, what are you doing today? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, just just getting to know people and of course you know just I I really just want to be like the homie spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which that's kind of how I was introduced to it. Yeah. I mean through James Rummel. Yep. 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 Yeah. I yeah. That's that. how I was introduced to it. He's like, yeah, I love this spot, man. I know Brandon. I'm like, who's Brandon? Who's yeah, this yeah. guy you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. He came by the other day and we were talking about cars. Yeah. You see, it's or, like yeah. it's like you go there and like and it's like when I see you now, it's like what's up, bro? Like yeah. it's 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 not like a, it doesn't feel like 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 a regular spot i don't know like you said it's like a homie spot you know yeah. what i mean and it does feel like oh yeah it's my boy spot like yeah. that's how it feels you know and it's what interesting I mean? so. because that's how i heard about it too before you introduced it to me i had a three three it was three of my friends it was my homegirl two of my homegirls and one no one of my homegirls and two of my boys and then rico was the very last one said hey like we should go check out uh soul sausage do they have good food it's cool vibes there yeah and i never made the trip until i met you that day when i came when i stopped by with rico yep yeah yeah so so yeah, like that you're de- you're definitely hitting that mission, man. People are definitely getting that perception of your guys' establishment. So uh, my, my question, dude, is like I, I, what what I've been wondering is, you guys take a very different approach, right? But before actually before I get into that question, I want to ask another question. You guys were <laughs> obviously based off Los Angeles. It's completely different vibes. It's a completely yeah. very different uh, different energy, dude. What brought you guys down here to Oxnard? Because um, the energy is almost night and day. It's very different. Yeah, it's very evolving, different out here. but it's still very different. You know. 
There's a lot of factors that play into that. Um, we kind of got like a, a really sweet deal to come out here mm-hmm. with the collection and all. But, um, you know, kind of honestly, Oxnard was supposed to be kind of like a test kitchen. Okay. Kind of just like expansion testing. in a way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, expansion. But like we wanted to use this like kitchen as like a test facility to try um, different types of marketing, different types of products, different types of service. Demographic as well. Demographic as well. Um, Honestly, I did not do my homework coming out here. Just like I did not expect uh, the community to be um, is what it is. Um, I coming from LA, you know, it's just kind of we got like so many like I feel like it's a lot of hipsters and kind of just yeah. like a lot of uh, the food like meta or like the food vibe out there is totally different than it out, is out here. Yeah. Can Can you describe the difference from from a, <sighs> obviously from a restaurantpreneur perspective? I feel like. And L.A. is so, like, eye-catching. Like, everything is almost, like, to a point where it's, like, so gimmicky. It's mm-hmm. Not not in Sorry. a bad way, but just, like, for me, I don't really, like, buy into, like, those, like, crazy cheese pulls or those rainbow okay. foods, a hot Cheeto everything. Hot but Cheeto out, everything. You know? <laughs> um, out here, it's, like, I feel like people out here, like, they know what they like. And it's yeah. just, like, it's good, solid food. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the comfort foods. Yeah. Uh, the foods that are people familiar with, like Agreed. finger foods and like, but people also out here like to eat a lot of healthy, a lot of healthy foods. You look, uh-huh. there's like, you know, every block has like that one healthy spot out here. But it's kind of funny because we're not necessarily like the healthy spot. Uh-huh. Uh, like fried chicken is like one of our best sellers. But, you know, we try and stick true to our roots. We know what we know what we do uh, well at. But um, yeah, Oxnard's a, it's a different spot, but. You know, we're getting accustomed to it, and I feel like we're starting to be um, one of the more local brands out here. Absolutely. Yeah, and especially with the marketing that you're doing, like that thing that you guys had with the uh, with the Super Smash Bros thing. Oh, yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. That, that was like, I thought that was killer, man. That was mm-hmm. super badass. But you're bringing you're bringing a different community, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're putting a community together. You guys do Beats and Bingo yep. and, and all these different things to, to give back, in a sense, to the mm-hmm. community and, and give us kind of a place to hang out, right? Yeah, and I just, think... I think that's really cool, man. Um, like I said, your guys' marketing is just on a different level. Um, again, it feels like that's your boy's place. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like movies or shows where it's like everybody goes and eats at their friends. Like, it almost feels like I'm not saying that this is the situation, but it almost feels like you're going to eat at your friend's parents' restaurant, like or like you're gonna go eat at the at the restaurant that your friend runs. You know, it feels like that, and and also like it feels like like. It's 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 got that new vibe where it's like oh yeah that's my boy and he's gonna let us play video games at that restaurant like yeah. it, it, I don't know man it, it's got that cool vibe and that's I what I can that. really appreciate you're you're uh, you're pulling in not only the younger crowd but also like the the millennial crowd I mean because mm-hmm. that's Super Smash Bros is something that I grew up with right the music mm-hmm. the beats and bingo that's mm-hmm. cool you're right across from that uh, bottle and pint that yeah. you know that little Those brewery friends, spot yeah yeah like that, that it's a cool spot to hang out. You know what I mean? It's a cool spot to hang out. So you're doing it right, bro. You're doing it right. And I agree with you. The demographic is very different here. Uh-huh. I do feel like yeah, like we are a little more uh, conscious about what we eat here. Uh-huh. We do know what we want. We do uh-huh. know what we like. Um, but I think that change and, and having a place like Soul Sausage yeah. here is, is good. It's cool. Because, I mean, I, I drive out to L.A. for spots like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I do stuff like that and out in, in L.A., in the Valley, and but knowing that I have it here is like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? I don't have to drive too far. Yeah, it's definitely and it's being, the homie spot. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely being brought back in here. And 
I think I honestly, bro, bro um, I don't know if I talked to you about that. I used to work in the food industry in the past, right? But I did in the food marketing industry and That's we right. used to do the most gimmicky things. I don't know if you've, uh, if you've ever heard of Trendy. Trendy, trendy Eats. Yeah, I know Trendy Eats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Trendy Eats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to be part of Trendy Eats oh, really? about two to three years ago. I helped launch the company, man. And I think that's why you look so familiar. Yeah, and we did like the most gimmicky things, the cheese. We put hot Cheetos on everything. And yeah. I feel that we are slightly, partially responsible for all the gimmicky foods that are in Ventura <laughs> County. But I like the switch that's happening right now. Like, yeah, it, it took years, bro. It took years, but the food culture is finally making it all the way over here. We have people like you guys coming in. We have people like Cielo coming in. We have people like, like Dolce Vita Cafe where they're bringing crazy, interesting cannabis cafe uh, infused drinks and it's becoming part of Wait, the culture really? now. I Absolutely. want to try some of those. Yeah. Where? It's, uh, it's the Dolce Vita. It's right off uh, Oxnard. Oh, no, no, no. I'm familiar with Dolce Vita. No, yeah. no. The, the Dolce Vita Cafe. It's right on the Oxnard Transit Station. But, uh, but yeah, dude, like it's finally coming down here to Ventura County, dude. And you guys were one of the first ones that came in with the opening of the collection. And I thought that was very beautiful, man. But uh, you guys are Soul Sausage uh, Oxnard branch. But I, I heard that you guys were in the Food Network. Is that true? Yeah, that was actually a while ago, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we were, I wasn't on there personally, mm-hmm. Ted Young and Chris were. Okay. We were uh, the season three winners of the great food truck race. Nice. Um, so that was like a great publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. And actually like, like the day after they won it, like we opened up a store in like Sautel. Okay. Like in Santa Monica. And it okay. kind of just like hand in hand, just kind of like worked out and lines were long i bet yeah, santa was, monica so yeah, yeah. It was, was it right there in the promenade yeah it was right off of sautel okay right oh, next sautel, to okay. like sujita and all that it was just i wasn't really part of that legacy right there mm-hmm. I, i'm kind of like after chris O. chris O was like the executive chef for soul sausage uh-huh. okay um but he's actually like no longer with us mm-hmm. it's just mainly ted young their brothers ted mm-hmm. young kim and then me okay and then we have like couple up-and-coming people from LA too okay so okay sweet and that's interesting dude I've said you you guys started with the food trucks but I've heard recently that you guys are actually transitioning more to like the you know having your own uh, brick-and-mortar location so what do you see some sort of trend in the food industry that's uh leaning more towards having an establishment rather than a food truck yeah I just it just goes like we're in 2020 now and like you know people are eating differently these days okay right um a lot of people don't have time to go out to a food truck you're walking into a line or you know it's kind of hard to catch your favorite food truck all the time mm-hmm. so we, we've been doing like uh these things called like pop-ups where we go to like different events corporate offices too but um you know just finding out where the people are and popping up with our food but like part of the food truck thing is like you know it's a it's an old truck mm-hmm. you kind of yeah. have to like start dumping money back into the truck i'm a car guy and i know this for a fact like <laughs> i would even like look at the truck every now and then to see like what maintenance things we need to do and just like the upkeep on the truck having to store it too you got to pay for storage you know because okay. you can't like where are you going to keep your truck you know yeah. yeah um versus like we have now like a like a cargo van we can load all our all our goodies in there you mm-hmm. know we do our prep out of like a, a commissary kitchen and just it kind of just the way we maneuvered is a lot different but I feel like we're a lot more efficient with like okay. how right. we do our things. And it's it's funny how it was like a it was a trend for a while. Everybody wanted to go food yep. truck. Everybody was going food truck. Yep. I mean, I know a lot of businesses that actually like decided to close even to say like, well, we're better off on a food truck, making a lot more money, and it's like there's no overhead, and if there's any overhead, it's just a parking fee, yep. right? So I'm sure that it was a it was it was a good thing while it lasted. Yep. But like you said, I feel like it's going back to that and. 
I know that for a while, Regal and I actually talked about this. We were kind of like, where where is this where is this business gonna go? Like as far as brick and mortar, because a lot of people were leaving the brick and mortar business to uh-huh. go mobile, right? Yeah. It's coming back. Why would you say it's coming back? Other than these these things that um, that like like with the food truck and, and the maintenance and why would you say it's coming back? Or in, in your opinion? Well, honestly, to be honest, brick and mortar is tough right now, man. Brick and mortar is not an easy thing. Um, in LA, what our main thing right now is we're doing a lot of catering. Okay. Doing a lot of catering. Uh, we're doing the LA team is just like crushing it. We're doing like. At least a catering a day, like okay. Monday through wow. Friday. Um, sometimes even four, you know, in a day. But um, we're, we're going to like some big names. Like we'll go to TMZ. That one's pretty cool. We'll go to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Nice. Gone to like Tinder. Tinder's okay. a cool company. You know what um, I think I saw when you guys went to Netflix because I have a buddy that works there really? and he posted something and I was and and, and I saw the bull. I was like, wait a minute, yep. I know this bull. Yep. Yeah. Netflix is cool, man. There's a lot of security to go through, but like. When you go to Netflix, like all the like customers there, mm-hmm. like they love us. Like, so sausage. Like it's crazy because like for me, because I, I will go to those and work those out in LA sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because like when I'm working out here, I'm just kind of like the homie, or no one knows who I am. Right. I'm not saying like people know me when I go out there, but like they know our brand, and right. like we really feel like rock stars when we're out uh-huh. there because yeah, of course. like people like because like they the food network, bro. You guys won. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like they have the, we do this thing called Fuda. Okay. And it's kind of like a, you know, like they host like different like kitchens and chefs mm-hmm. that come out to like all these different corporate offices. But like they'll have like, like in the morning you'll see who's who's serving up and they'll see Soul Sausage. And it's crazy. Like, and it's really rewarding when these people do come up. They're like, oh, we're so glad it's like you guys today. We've been waiting for your fried chicken. We've been waiting for your Korean barbecue sausage. And it just really feels good that like people like, you know, people like really love our food sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure that's like a... Uh a great feeling of accomplishment for yeah, you guys because that's like definitely. the culture that you guys create obviously the food's great mm-hmm. you guys have to go out and check out soul sausage man i love that spot i love it <laughs> i always get the uh, the, mm-hmm. the fried chicken yeah or i yeah. get the uh what's that number one i think it is the, the sausage bowl yeah the, yeah the sausage bowl that's dank okay and then they're tots mm-hmm. everyone loves the tots, the tots bro the tots bomb. Bomb. i think that tots yeah it was crazy because we never really did tots but then how did that happen um, Do you guys watch okay, Napoleon so, Dynamite or something? Oh, I love Napoleon Dynamite. I got tots in my pocket right now. There no, you go, kidding. same. Um, <laughs> no, actually, when we first came into the food hall, um, Scratch Sandwiches was yeah. in there too. Um, and we knew their menu. We knew their profile. Yeah. Um, so we knew they were doing fries. And we didn't want to do fries. We didn't want to compete with them. So we ended up doing the, the tater tots. Right. And it kind of just worked out. Because like, it's crazy because people will come up to us and like... Oh, I'll 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 hear um, people walking by like, oh, that's so sausage. Their tots are so good. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? They're just like tater tots, dude. Yeah. But I guess they were pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. No, they're good. And then like the, you know, you mix it with the sausage and you you do your thing. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like the I like the tots. I like the tots. Mm -hmm. Some people don't know what tater tots are. are good. And I don't get that. They're like, what are tater tots well if you don't know what tater tots are freaking i know come to soul sausage yeah. you'll find out i said tell them they're, oh they're like fried like potato bowls or whatever uh-huh. yeah there you go that's crazy another thing that i saw you do bro uh recently is you're doing that like foodie office foodie. office foodie yeah. thing. Like, i'm telling you like you're so mm-hmm. you're so in how do you how would you say in uh innovative uh-huh. with your ways okay um and i like that bro i really i i like that because like I saw that you like you you'll give food for the office or something like yeah. that, right? Like for five six people something like that. Yep. And like 
I think it's cool. Like the foodie, foodie of the what do you call it? Yeah. Tell me about so, it. Okay, so let's see. I think we did this in LA first, and I kind of like just jacked their idea and like ran with it. Um, <laughs> so basically, I'm just kind of like throwing it out there to people in Ventura County. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make a push for Ventura County. Right. First of all, because we're trying to like you know share our flavors and ideas with everyone out here. We're I feel like we're still like new in the area, mm-hmm. you know, still trying to establish our name and our our branding, but. Basically what it is, I have like a, a web page where people can go in, like sign up, you basically write your name, email, Instagram, and why you think you're the office foodie. And then if, if everything checks out, then I pick you, I DM you on the Instagram. Uh-huh. I'd be like, hey, like you're the office foodie and I'm gonna come and drop off like five free meals for you and your friends. Okay. Right. So um, basically for me, what it was initially was kind of just like a way, a new way to market out but um, also, like one of our you know underlying goals is also to you know reach out to all these other offices that do catering, and it's kind of just like an easy way for me to slide into their DMs and be like, right. hey, like we do catering. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like if you guys need anything, we do catering. Dude, I mm-hmm. I thought yeah. when I saw that I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking genius. Bro. <laughs> like it's it's a way, and that you know that's a thing that a lot of people are not willing to do, and mm-hmm. that pisses me off, man. That, that what you're doing, I mean, it's an initial investment. Like, people see it as, like, well, that's five meals that I'm not getting. No, stop fucking thinking that way. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's five meals you're not getting paid for. No, it's an investment that you're making yep. into a different community. A community mm-hmm. is, is an office, right? Yep. Like, you're, you're not only are you are you obviously building a great fan base and building a great following and, and really um, uh, connecting with your following, but you're also providing kind of like a come taste our food type of thing. Like, like, mm-hmm. like kind of like a, like, this is kind of a taster. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. here's our information. We do catering. If you guys ever want us yeah, to man. cater. And once they taste those tots, man. Yeah. <laughs> once they taste your once they taste Brandon's they're tots. tots. Oh my yeah. God, once yeah. they taste Brandon's tots, mm-hmm. they're definitely going mm-hmm. back. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That sounded weird, bro. I'm so I'm saying, man. Like I, I was I was not and a believer the way you until looked I tasted at me, those dude, tots. The way you looked at me too, you're like, Yeah. That's weird, bro. <laughs> no, but that that's cool, bro. I think your marketing is really on point. It's different and um I salute you, bro, because you're doing things that a lot of people are not willing to do. I know a lot of business owners and some of them are kind of uptight, you know what I mean? And it's not, they don't see the the bigger picture. They want to see the immediate results. And mm-hmm. I like that you're investing in it. So what would you say has been the most difficult thing? If you could put like, like look at your experience moving here, because I know that, I mean, you come from Orange County, bro. Yeah. Um, that's a two hour drive. I can tell you right? a lot of things right here. So, so, mm-hmm. so talk to me about your experience. First, I want to know on a personal level, like how difficult was that move, both with relationships, friendships, um, being away from family, bro, because I'm a family oriented guy. So uh, when I travel or when I'm doing something, if I'm like two weeks away, I miss my mother, bro. I yeah. miss my, my nephews, my sister, yeah. my brother-in-law. Like I miss seeing them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So how was your experience moving out here? Okay. So, you know, I, I just told you guys like, I drove down last night, right? Yeah. Right. And that was like a two hour and 30 uh, minute drive, right? So, and I can't believe this to this day that I did this, but um, when I first started coming out here, um, I was driving out here every day okay. from Orange County, back and forth. Wow. So I would like, this is, and I did this with my homie. I, br- I brought my friend, um, his name is Landon. Mm-hmm. And like, he was like my junior high friend, high school friend. We're still like best friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I'm opening up a restaurant. Like, I need help. Like, can you come help me? And he, he, he has cooking experience and all that. But I just needed someone to do this with me because I was, like, leaving my hometown, right? Yeah. So I, we would drive, like, from Brea to Oxnard every uh-huh. day 
back and forth. So we would wake up at like six in the morning to like sometimes like five in the morning to get out here at 8 a.m., you know, open up a restaurant. And when we first started off, like I didn't like staff properly. We didn't have enough staff. Right. So like many of the times it would just be me and him like working yeah. the, the restaurant like all day. So we work from like 8 a.m. all the way to like 9, 10. Actually, I think when we first started off, weekends we close at like midnight. Yeah. So we would get off at midnight, drive all the way back to Orange County mm -hmm. just to catch some Z's and then do it again the next morning. Okay. Holy shit. And like, so basically wow. we we're either living in a car or living in the restaurant. Okay. So, Dang, so I'm sure I'm sure that was a I'm sure that was a tough experience, bro. Like, like yeah. at what point did you decide like, damn, I need to maybe I should move to Oxnard? I was just all like, to be honest, I thought like things were going to kind of run differently. I really was like really ignorant on like how um, how things take time, you know, just got to right. be patient. Mm -hmm. I thought kind of like I was kind of relying on our brand and like all our all of that just to get the the, the brand uh the company like running smooth mm -hmm. but i think after like the fourth month i was like man this is not cutting it i need to like switch it up I need to be more efficient with my time this drive is like killing me so then at that point i was all like yo it's time to move out here and when i did like my life changed i was like mm -hmm. oh i get to wake up drive like five minutes go to work yeah and mm -hmm. that was like that was like luxury lifestyle for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, of course, bro. I mean, going from a two, two, two to three hour drive. Yeah. There and mm -hmm. two to three hour drive back was yeah. that. That's tough, bro. That's tough. Shoot, I think driving to the valley two, three times a week is hard, bro. Driving yeah. to Orange County. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I couldn't imagine that. So bro. the thing that goes through my mind, right, was obviously the drive is always. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but the drive like drains me. Yeah, Depending on where here. it is, whether it's a 30, 40 minute drive, it's very draining, right? And you're yeah. doing that about anywhere from three to four hours a day yeah. on a regular basis for yeah. for four months. You did it, right? Yeah. So what's going through your mind? What I really want to know is like, well, what's going through Brandon's mind? Like what what justified, hey, you know what? I'm going to make this work. I'm going to go ahead and make this sacrifice. Like what was really going through your mind? What what envision were you looking for? Um, To be honest, I was like, I was talking about this like with all my friends, like the opportunity I had, mm -hmm. I was like, dude, who else at like this age is going to have like this opportunity yeah. to like run a business, call it your own and like, you know, try and make things happen. I was like, I was 23 when I was given this opportunity. So okay. at November 2017 is when we first opened up and I was 23 years old running the restaurant and I was all like, dude, this is like a once in a lifetime kind it of is. opportunity, you know? Yeah. So you got to like take it and know what you have and like, kill it yeah like mm -hmm. fucking like do something with it you know yeah. um i was given like a, like it's like do you want this or not you know just an ultimatum like do you want this or not i was like of course i'm gonna take that opportunity like when will when will i ever have this kind of opportunity where like two guys were gracious enough to like trust me with a store mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah I, no I that's that's like damn dude I, I i i'm trying to like i guess envision your experience and yeah I'm like, holy shit, dude, at 23, like, mm -hmm. yeah. being told, hey, do you want to open a restaurant? Like, uh, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I'm sure it also came with a lot of, like, worry. Yeah. I'm sure you were also thinking, like, damn, am I going to make it? Am I going to At first, I didn't know how to cook. Up? Like, uh -huh. You did not, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know how to cook. What? I was a server bartender. Wait, so they gave you the opportunity to yeah. open up a restaurant? So no. Not knowing how to cook. I don't know. I didn't know how to cook. So, I didn't have any cooking experience. The worst, like the best thing I was able to do was like, like put sauce into like one of those sauce cups. So, but I would make bartender drinks. I was, I was good at bartending. I what, knew how to do that. What? What? Okay. Hold so, on. What? So they put their. I'm trying to understand this here. 
Okay. They put their trust on you. And you didn't know how to cook. I didn't so, know how to cook. What the so what, what did they see in you? This is what I'm kidding. I don't even know anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I mean, it, it wasn't set up like, here's the restaurant start doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had like, to be honest, I trained cooking for two weeks mm-hmm. at the LA store. Mm-hmm. Before you came over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, but still, like... Like so you would think that so you would give a chef the so opportunity. So if, if you don't know how to cook, you learn how to cook, right? Uh-huh. Right, of course. So I would watch. So they like looked at your management management skills then. Yeah. Do you know like you guys know that movie like Catch Me If You Can? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, you know Leonardo, DiCaprio. Right? That's like how it was. So I would go on YouTube or I'd go on the Food Network and watch like them cook, <laughs> see how they talk, and literally I would watch Gordon Ramsay like. That's awesome. Nonstop, yeah. and like I would like use words he like talked about and try and kind of have. My biggest mistake was like trying to be him in the mm-hmm. kitchen. It doesn't work like that. But you have to be, you know, you have to know how to get respect from people, especially when, you know, the, people have better chops than you in the kitchen. Yeah. Because you know right away, like, who knows how to handle a knife? Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Is your knife sharp? Do you even know how to sharpen a knife? I don't. Do you know how to like, you know, like, how long do you need to boil your water to, you know, like cook noodles or whatever, flash okay. cook, fried chicken. So I had to like learn really quick. In a short amount of time and like i had you know those long car rides so i would like watch videos and like learn little things but yeah at first i didn't know how to cook okay that's intense bro so who who which one what which one of the brothers was the one that said uh hey we should you know give this guy a shot like which one of the brothers was it um no it was mutual like okay i think they both you know like came to the decision um uh i think we went out drinking or whatever we went to like a like a dinner spot and we you know, they're like, hey, we have something we want to talk to you about. And then they kind of brought it up. And I was mm-hmm. kind of like, you're fucking kidding me, right? This is crazy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, dude. That's that's cool. It's And it's it's funny how, like, like I guess the way I would see it is, like, one of my favorite sayings is mm-hmm. th- through adversity we grow, right? Yeah. But I don't always see adversity as a bad thing, right? It's just yeah. things that we go through in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like you said, you know, you didn't know how to cook. But then there goes again your, your drive to want to do something right yeah and i think it all trickles back down to when you were 14 yeah and you yeah. wanted something so I, I think that's just something so amazing like you still see that that like fight in you like you you, you will take on a challenge to achieve it's like the way i'm i'm, I'm seeing it right now but I'm, I'm thinking like like damn this dude since he was 14 he saw something he wanted and he went for it right he found the opportunity mm-hmm. he created that opportunity for himself same thing here you didn't know how to cook, but you trained for two weeks. Yeah. You watched the videos. You did what you had <laughs> yeah, to yeah. do. And shit, I mean, I haven't died yet, and I eat there. You know yeah, what I mean? True, so true, I think true, we're doing true, okay. True, true. I think we're doing yeah. okay, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love the food there. So yeah. that that goes to show you guys, you know, for the listeners, like, if you want something, you don't have to necessarily mm-hmm. know what the fuck you're doing yet. Yeah. You just have to kind of jump out, you know, yeah. I mean, jump out of the airplane yeah. and build your fucking parachute on the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another one of my favorite things. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you did. You jumped out and you said, well, fuck it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but let's try. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's 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 um, that's a ballsy move that you made, bro. Now, how can did I, you... Can I, can I talk about something? I, yeah, I just, yeah like, please, please. I just like thought of something like I'd like to share with everyone. Is um, kind of shouting out to like Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. Right. And okay. I want to talk about Gary Vee and Jack Ma real quick. Okay. Do you guys yeah, know yeah. Jack Ma? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Baba, and then everyone knows Gary Vee, right? Yeah. Of course. He's a goat. But um, I used to watch like growing up. My dad would always watch like 
uh, what's his name? Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. Well, well, how did you know Come that? Come on, player. <laughs> Real estate, bro. So, Real like, estate. He would always put me on to like these motivational speakers and blah, blah, blah. But like, I found like Gary Vee and um, uh, let's see. Gary Vee said, um, if you want to be successful, right, you got to surround yourself with like the right people. That's right. Right. So he's all like, if you want to be a hip hop artist or whatever, and you want to like hang out with the top players, mm-hmm. go get like a coffee for like P. Diddy or something. You know, go get a coffee for him and like get to know him and get 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 around those kind of people, right? Yeah. And so when I first like got into Soul Sausage, I saw like Ted and Young, my partners now, and I was like, dude, these guys are so cool. Like they're like running like a business. You know, they're this was like the first time I had like younger bosses. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I usually hung out like I always uh, worked under like older, like stern, strict. Like they didn't know how to talk to people, but Ted and Young were like very, very like cool and gracious and like collected when they're talking and presenting ideas and i was like oh man these are i liked working there you know i was just like a server bartender at the time and i was all uh, i want to get around these guys and how can i like get closer to these guys okay so i would kind of just like try and hang out with them and you know whenever they invite me out I'll be like yeah i'll be there you know hang out yeah. blah 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 so part of me was all like get around that industry that you want to be around mm-hmm. and like opportunities will open up but then on the flip side jack ma i was watching like one of his video one of his clips on like youtube Mm -hmm. and he was saying like uh um you know when you're in your like 20s or 30s it's it's a good idea to work for like a small business Mm -hmm. yeah because that's the way you really like learn passion and like when i was like working with these guys i was like dude these guys are so passionate about like the movement of like what they're trying to do with like Korean food and street food and stuff like that. And I was like, I think I have something to learn here. Cause I came before soul sausage. I was working a corporate job. I was like an intern at like a demolition company. I was mm-hmm. doing like accounts, accountant and like business development. Right. I fucking hated that place. And then <laughs> I came here, I came here and then I was all like learning so much about the passion. And then they right. were so welcoming on like, Hey Brandon, if you want to learn about this on social media, like you, you want to help me with this or, Oh, let me show you how to like, this is like the fa- financials behind the restaurant. Let me show you how to do that. Right. They were so like gracious with like what they were providing me. And I was all like, dude, I really got to like focus here and get along with these guys. Cause they're yeah. so like gracious with their ways. And they're so, um, uh, another mentor for me, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, um, that all comes with, with, you know, you were appreciative of, of what they provided for you. Yeah. But it's also it also goes to show that working with the right people will definitely like it'll tenfold your your boosting your, me. yeah, for yeah, sure. It's gonna boost, it's gonna tenfold your the outcome of any situation. Now it just sounds like you were you were working with a bunch of leaders, real a bunch of people that you know, these these guys were just really willing to invest in you. And I feel like that's really what 100%. they did. They invested in, in you and you bought into it. Yep. Like you invested as well. Yep. Like, and, and that's great, bro. It's and beautiful. That, now look at you. Like, and, you're here running a business, mm-hmm. um, doing things in a different way, uh, a, not a, uh, a non-traditional way of marketing, which I love. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And, and, and you're, you're making it happen, bro. You know, you're making it happen. That's, that's something that I find, uh, I find amazing, bro. So kudos to you, bro. Thanks. Kudos to you. And not only that, but it finally made a whole circle because now you're the one uh, empowering your, your teammates. Yeah. And you yep. said empowering your teammates yeah. and putting them in that same position that you did. Do you ever find yourself uh, recommending some of those speakers, you know, like some of the Gary V's, the Jack Moss to your employees? You know, it's funny, man. Like I get like, 
a lot of my employees tell me like they get dad vibes from me because like i'll be like i'll be like t- saying giving them like kind of like financial advice yeah. or like because like one of my employees just recently bought like a new car okay. right. and i was like telling him like oh you gotta be watching out for like you know whatever rates they're trying to give you and like think about like how much money you want to be spending a month and like yeah. how much money you're gonna owe to the bank if you buy this car blah 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 but I feel like I try and give, like, little pieces to everyone that want it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's always, like, whether you're stubborn or you just don't want to hear mm-hmm. it and you're just there to catch your hours or I don't know. But I just try and be very choosy with who, like, wants my advice sometimes. Of course. But, yeah, I, I definitely feel like some people do ask for it or they'll come to me. They're having a problem with, yeah. you know, their their family or they need they need more hours or they need... They're trying to help. Uh, they need help with like something they're trying to do outside of work. Mm-hmm. You know, I try and lend out my help as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a true leader there, bro. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's a true leader. And I like what you say about you're you're I guess picky about what who you share this you know your yeah. advice with because I mean when you try to shove motivation <laughs> and advice down people's uh-huh. throat like it doesn't work. Yeah. It's it's kind of like you put it out there and whoever kind of catches uh-huh. on. It's kind of like when you go fishing. You throw your fishing rod out there. Whatever catches. Is yeah. gonna catch right, yeah. and whatever it doesn't, it's like okay, you just pass by it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You didn't, you didn't catch into it. So I think, I think that's cool, bro. And and I uh, congratulate you for not only doing that, but you know, running the business, taking that leap of faith, believing in yourself. One thing that I like to say is, fuck it, dude. All your chips on you. Put all your chips on you. If you can choose, put all your chips on you. That's what you did. And um, look at you, man. You're still here. <laughs> You're still here, bro. Still alive. Yeah, still alive. And and whoever hasn't tried Soul Sausage, man, mm-hmm. you, you guys have to try the food. You have to just come out and, and experience the vibe that I'm talking about. It's It really feels like it's it's homeboy spot. Like you go there, people are super nice. There's a little brewery spot across from it. Yep. Ice cream right next to it. You know what I mean? It's it, a cool facility. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't feel, I don't know, it, it feels, I don't know, homey. I don't know. It, it feels cool. It feels cool. And then I also like the artwork on the wall there. Oh, yeah. That's our friend, John Park. Yeah. Okay. He's done artwork in all of our stores. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we use him for a lot. We have, a, like, a lot of artist friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hell, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me, bro. You guys are more, one of the more creative, like, foodie industry. I mean, fo- foodie locations here in yeah. Missouri County. Yeah. Cool. I'm not, I won't be surprised if, if people start catching on to your trends after they hear this or after going and checking it out because... I don't know, man. You're mm-hmm. you're uh, you're changing the game in Ventura County with your marketing. So yeah, man. Just t- talking about this topic right now, um, you you give me very strong vibes. Somebody that I admire in the food industry. Is there like, w- 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 what do you think the future is gonna hold for you guys? Like, do you specifically you? Do you have any plans that you wanna like expand here? Not necessarily here in the in the county, but like for yourself. Because um, there's somebody that I admire and I've been admiring for the last like half decade. His name is he goes by Scott Afters. That's not his mm-hmm. actual name though. Mm-hmm. And he also had it. He had an interest in cars. You know, he started flipping cars. He started doing yeah. his own thing. Then he started investing into a food spot. Then he developed that into another food spot. And uh, since the time that I've heard about you and I did some research on you, you gave me similar vibes. And now that I hear that you kind of you're into the car industry as well, what's your plan? And if you do have a plan, like do you have anybody that you admire within that space as well? Plans, future plans is like food is not just like food. I mean, we're not just going to always make food. We're actually working on like a lot of different things. One thing I've always liked about Soul Sausage is that we've always had like the flexibility to um, use our muscles in different areas. So okay. for instance, like like you said, like the Super Smash Brothers tournament, yeah. we do like video game stuff too. You know, we mm-hmm. do 
bingo stuff, food. We're, we're always thinking about different ways for people to take our food, you know? So we've been thinking about, oh yeah, one thing, for instance, we're working on Costco. Okay. We're trying to get our, uh, we're, we're very close to getting our sausage in Costco. Um, we're also in, I don't know if you guys know, but we're also in the Ram Stadium. The Los Angeles Rams. We have okay. a stand. We have okay. a stand in the Rams Stadium. We also have a stand in the LAFC Stadium, which I've ate there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like we're we're we have like a lot of nets cast out. We're trying to yeah. see what we're gonna catch. But as far as like future and longevity, I just there's just so many different ideas and things that we want to try. I just don't know which way we're gonna go. Okay, so, but definitely That's the beauty of it. Yeah, but food is definitely like a great um, tool for us to. You know reach out to these different networks and meet new people and you know who knows like we might do like uh consulting for like some sort of like media or uh-huh. you know we might like you know do consulting for another restaurant or yeah it's just like there's so many different levers to pull and push like with when you're doing food it's just it could go anywhere yeah you know? and and that's that's i think the beauty of of soul sausage as a mm-hmm. brand like you said you can you can use your muscles for really anything Mm-hmm. And and Ted and Young being allowing you to do that is is uh, that's great, man. I, I I have to meet these guys. Yeah, you got to. You guys would. I think you guys would get it along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've got to meet these guys, man, because it sounds like they're they're just uh, they're open to things. They're willing to try, yeah. and that's what I feel like a lot of business entrepreneurs are just Absolutely. are failing at. They're not willing to try. It's like, look, if it doesn't work, just fucking. Yeah. Flop it, right? Throw it away. Yeah. But I mean, you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you, you never don't take. take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're not you don't know if you're gonna be good at it. I like how you guys are finishing your each yeah. other sentences right now. <laughs> yeah, well dude, come on, we're on the same wavelength right yep. now, bro. Same we're on wavelength. the same wavelength, bro. And and that's what it's about. Like it's it's like fuck, dude, I didn't I didn't know they were so in, in depth, you mm-hmm. know, and then mm-hmm. how open they were. So I really wish they can. Uh, they can come out, man. You got to bring them out sometime yeah. so or that the community can, can meet them. Maybe we can go them. to the LAFC yeah. game, or maybe we okay. can go to an LAFC game. Dude, I'm always down for <laughs> LAFC. Carlos Vela, I'm a huge fan yeah, of LAFC. Yeah. Did some work with them, and uh, the, the, there's some good people out there. Some really yeah. good people out there. But with that said, bro, any any last words? Give us give us your parting words. This is your time to shine. Give us give us a little something something for the uh, for the listeners, bro. Yeah, you could leave them see. with 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 any out. any. Uh, any piece of advice or anything like maybe that? some of that hard hard uh, hard mindset that you have been developing over the years as well dude let's see i think i think it's like personal awareness and situational awareness it's kind of just like seeing what you have versus what you don't have seeing what you don't have is not a bad thing but it's what are you willing to do to get to where you want to be but you got to know like whatever you do have, there's different ways to utilize what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can always make something out of any situation. You just really yeah. gotta like think outside the box nowadays. It's just the meta or like the the way everything's going right now. 2020 is crazy. That we're in 2020, but it's just like there's no one right way to do things. That's right. There's always a way you can do something that you in a way that you want to do it. Like. Make sure that whatever you're doing, like you're completely passionate about it. Because if you were not passionate about it, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like if you don't like what you're doing, then do something different. But surround yourself with the right people first and foremost, and then like find something that you really want to do, and like that will take you like far. Hell yeah. Okay. I like that, bro. I like that. 
But that being said, bro, where can we find you? Where where can the followers find you? Give us your ads. This is your commercial, bro. Ooh. Jump in. Jump at me at uh, Soul Sausage Oxnard on the IG. That's pretty much it for now. We're work- working on a lot of different things, but... Any events coming up for Soul Sausage? When's the next tournament? What's, <clears throat> what's going on there? Working on... Dude, to be honest, man, it's been really tough to do the tournaments lately. Uh-huh. Okay. I get a lot of, like... About the tournaments, yeah. I don't know why, but trying to work on. Uh, I'd like to do one quarterly. Okay. We do beats bingo every third Tuesday of the month. Okay. Um, catch us at some pop ups coming up. We're gonna be at all like, we do all like the food and wines in the area. We do the okay. LA food and wine, Pebble Beach food and wine. Okay. Catch us at the Ojai food and wine. Okay. Mm, basically, I think we we just post about it on like the Instagram. So if you guys okay. really. We're big, really big on Instagram lately, so. Yeah, I see that. You guys are active on there. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Well, now you guys have it. With that said, this podcast is coming to an end. Dang. I want to say thank you to Brandon so much. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us, with our following, with our listeners. Remember, follow him at Soul Sausage Oxnard on Instagram. Uh, stay tuned for some of their cool stuff. Any last words from you, Rigo? Absolutely, man. Uh, my last words, you guys know I always like to go hard with those last words. But, um, Brandon, you know, I've, uh, like I said in the beginning, I was introduced to your place three times previously before Rico ended up taking me, dude. I heard about your hustle. I did some research on you as a marketer. I do research on everybody about your hustle, dude. But getting to hear Free. from you, getting to see, hear what, the way your mind actually works, your thought process, and not only that, bro, the struggle. Yeah. The struggle that you went through. It's beautiful, man. So... Everybody that's listening to na- uh, listening to us right now, like Rico said, check out Soul Sausage. You guys are gonna love those thoughts. Ooh, let's go. Cool. <laughs>